What's up, you guys? It is 4.49 a.m. It is Sunday. It is, I have to check the date. April 19th, 2020. I'm in my apartment in Echo Park. I have one roommate who lives below me. His name is Carter. He is my best friend. I love him a lot. I normally, on these introductions, work myself into a cackling stupor. So I'm going to try to not do that as to not wake him up. Um, my sleep schedule is insane, you guys. Um, as I know it is for a lot of people. Um, also, what's up? The show is back. Hell yeah. Um, hope you've been enjoying the Diary Brothers episodes. Uh, that's my two-man improv series with uh, Monsmo Napoli, limited series. Um, we read from our diaries and then do improv based off of it. It was very fun. We did it a couple years ago and uh, put it in a drawer and now it's out in the world. And I'm happy that it is. It's in this feed, by the way, so you, I'm sure you see it if, on the episode thing. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean... What's up? It's the uh, the weird times, as I've heard them referred to on a podcast with uh, Kumail Nanjiani and Emily Gordon. Pardon me, I'm having a... Um, yeah, you know, it's the quarantine. It's the... It's the... The, sh- the stay in, the stay at home, the... Yeah, anyways... There's so many names for it, uh, and I prefer the weirds as well, and as well as Kumail and Emily. They're my best friends. Um, we're peers. And <laughs> I don't want to wake Carter up. Um, I'm actually gonna go change my lights real quick so that I don't. I feel like it's be quiet time. <laughs> This is much better. Guys, if only you could see. <coughs> I just had my full lights on now. I just got like a couple choice lamps on. And uh, little cozy vibes in my room. I love my room. Spending way too much time in my room now. Um, okay, my head's all over the place. I wanted to... I feel calm, but I feel like I, I want to say so many things. Um, one, the show is back. Uh, it's back. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do it every week, and this is me saying that, and it's true. And I'm gonna try to have guests. Um, I'm gonna shoot for guests, uh, but even when there's not guests, I'm still gonna put something out of just me keeping you company, because I sure have been leaning on my podcasts, and, uh, they're fun to make, and, uh, hopefully they're fun to enjoy. And who's going to turn me down? (laughs) I dare you. (laughs) I mean, there's probably still going to be a lot of people, but it is funny. Like, just like, oh, (laughs) got any plans? (laughs) I've cornered everyone. They must be my friend. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah. It's 4.53. What the fucking fuck? Okay, my sleep schedule is so weird. It has been so strange. It kind of okay. Let's take let's take us back to you know <clears throat> before all of this nonsense. Um, and when was I waking up? I was waking up maybe ten. You know, I would like to say nine to you guys <laughs> and lie. <laughs> I have so much shame around my sleep schedule. I'm, this is what I'm realizing. Um, <clears throat> 10 or 11 is when I would wake up and I'd usually go to bed at like 1 or 2 probably 2 to 11 is what I was rocking <clears throat> most consistently um, and that became you know falling asleep at 3, 4 and waking up at noon or 1 <clears throat> that was like the first couple weeks of quarantine that happened um, I do have some <clears throat> tethers to the waking realm I'm not completely just at sea 
um, mm-hmm. as I know a lot of people are, and as I know a lot of people are fucking insanely busy. Um, it's interesting because we're having all these parallel experiences as people, and then we're also... It's affecting <clears throat> the world so differently, and so much of that has to do with class and stuff, and also just, like, what job you had and what job you currently have, and, like, can I get another job now? I used to do Postmates. I don't really want to do that again, but... The money's getting tight. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Anyways, this last week, it has drifted into four, five, five, six, to the point where the last few nights I've been falling asleep at like seven in the morning. And it's truly shocking. Um, and it's not like I'm up doing stuff and I'm just like, fucking no rules, no parents. Like I, I get into my, because when it hits like 11 p.m., I'm like, it's, it's the day is over. I'm done doing stuff. And, uh, you know, let's play Animal Crossing like everyone else. And let's, uh, <clears throat> I usually play Animal Crossing and listen to podcasts, um, or you know, watch TV or something. So I'm like, I'm like doing my usual, you know, screen time shit before I go to bed. Maybe that's the issue. Um, I don't know, but I was just kind of doing my normal go to sleep stuff, and uh, I didn't get to sleep so good. Um, like I just normally, yeah, normally I watch like a little bit. Normally if I'm playing like. A certain video game like The Legend of Zelda before I go to sleep it will kind of entice me to stay up because it'll be like do the next dungeon or whatever um, <clears throat> so I've definitely had issues with sleep and, and games before um, but usually TV is like I can watch you know some Bon Appetit cooking videos the best of all time or some uh, <clears throat> you know some late night uh hosts giving giving you the funny news I like that <clears throat> calms me down um, and then I'll friggin pop right to sleep um, and then I, I will always have a podcast on I've been falling asleep to podcasts for gotta be 10 years um, maybe seven years maybe eight years I don't know I started listening to podcasts in middle school <clears throat> because I was on a family trip and I was really into the television show Lost and there was a I started like catching up to it and then I remember like when the fifth season aired I was watching it on TV and I was like oh my gosh this is so exciting and I had like two or three friends at school that I would talk about it with and um, I just loved it and I don't even know how I found this podcast but it was a father and a son it was Jay and Jack and uh, which it was just so heartwarming, and they just fucking loved Lost. <laughs> and the son was like a musician, guitar player, which it's right around when I started playing guitar. And I was like, oh my god! And they, he would like play guitar on the show sometimes for little segments, and it was fucking just so nice. And they would just like do, th- and it was like such a friendly show, you know? Like they would, uh, they weren't really like snarky. They weren't really like critiquing. They were just like they just really loved the show and they just like did like recaps and theories and just talked about it and it was so fun um and then I was like I want to start a lost podcast so I got one of my friends that I talked about lost with uh James Buchanan James Buchanan is that his name or is that the name of a president (laughs) is it both I don't think his name is James Buchanan now that I'm thinking. I think I just remembered a president. (laughs) It's James B for sure. Fucking, there's no way to know the answer to that question, what that guy's name is. Anyways, start a podcast um, on some, like, wacky-ass, you know, hosting site back in the day. And by the way, this is also, like, pre-Mark Maron, pre-Joe Rogan, so... Fuck you guys. I was... <laughs> I was here first. <laughs> um, this is back when, like, enhanced podcasts were also, like, a big thing where there would be, like, screenshots or something that you could follow along on the podcast player. And, like, for the last podcast, they would show different 
screen grabs and talk about stuff. Anyways, me and my friend James on our lunch break, we would, uh, or sometimes before school, we would like, I don't even know where we would do it. I have a memory of doing it in an empty classroom, but I don't know if we snuck in or there's one that kids could hang out in. I don't know. Anyways, and we would just record on my, uh, I think I had a, like a MacBook. And I think we would just, I just sat it between us and I would just sit and we would just talk about Lost. <laughs> and then I think someone else from the school started listening and like we had like an email. <laughs> so we were getting emails from our one friend, Kendall, about the show. And I think we must have done three of them or something. Um, but I was, and I would make music and it was called the Jam Cast because James and Mackin. And then that fizzled out. And then. Now, flash forward is eighth grade, and uh, the show Flash Forward is now the show. Um, I think sixth grade was the Lost podcast. Now it's like seventh grade, eighth grade, and now Flash Forward is the big ABC sci-fi fantasy whatever show drama, and it's supposed to be the new Lost. And it's like, oh my god! And it's like the whole world they black out for two minutes and seventeen seconds. I remember that, and that's like the genesis of the show. Is like, what the whole human race experienced a blackout, and then they have to like figure out why. And then I was like, oh, this is it, guys. This is the fucking show. My friend Wyatt and I, Wyatt was obsessed with Lost as well, and so this new show's coming out, and we're like, dude, let's fucking do a podcast. Let's fucking get in. On the ground floor of this shit, be the fucking kings of the podcast world. And uh, this is what, 2008, 2007? It's gotta be 2007. Oh, wait, no, this is, this is probably 2009. I'm sorry. This fun. <laughs> I'm just imagining everybody like fact checking me, like, oh, actually. Because <laughs> uh, I graduated from middle school. Can, do you say graduated from middle school? I graduated from middle school in 2010. And, uh, motherfucking, um, did the, did the show with Wyatt, Whamcast now, Wyatt and Mackin. And then I had also graduated to the level of, um, recording, like, almost like Weird Al versions of my favorite songs, but then, like, doing recaps of the episode. So I would do, like, a Death Cat for Cutie song or something, but I would sing the plot points. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, way to go. In a way, 14, 14-year-old 14 Mackin, 13-year-old Mackin, running circles around me. <laughs> and I would sit in the family. We had this, like, hallway that had this computer in it, and I think I would just record straight into it and uh, fucking talk about the show. I think we tried to do a Skype thing, too, so way ahead of the game as far as navigating the tech shit of that. Um, that still fucks. I tried to do it. this podcast today. Is a uh, our guest is uh, Sammy Shapiro, and she's a wonderful producer, writer, saxophone player, uh, musician, and uh, we did it over Zoom. It was a little some technical, just me like trying to figure it out. Anyways, point is, fucking Flash Four got canceled <laughs> after like a season and a half. I don't even think we made it that long. I think our podcast got canceled before that. But the funny thing in retrospect is that we, I think we have like three or four episodes like before the show comes out, just like based on the trailers and like there was like a website or something. Anyways, um, good memories of my friend Wyatt. Maybe I'll have him on the show and we'll play clips from that. Good guy, Wyatt Robertson. Um, and, uh, yeah. What the fuck was I talking about? Podcasts, Lost. Oh, I think I was just fucking talking about podcasts. Why <laughs> I love podcasts. Yeah, so that's when I started listening to podcasts. And, like, pretty soon after listening, I started making them. And then I just stopped making them and just was listening to them for a really long time. But always in my back of my head was like, I want to do podcasts. And then started this podcast and uh, podcast, podcast, podcast. <laughs> but I'd start and then <clears throat> definitely around like 
15, 16. I think I was playing in a band when I was like 16. And uh, I had really like fallen off the podcast game at that point. Like I did not continue listening to podcasts. Um, but I think at like 16, I was in a band and the guitar player was very into the Joe Rogan experience. And I was like, what is this? And I was very into the Joe Rogan experience. This was a different time. You know, Joe Rogan, complicated. Um, I think definitely problematic at times. Definitely getting a little friendly with the all right. I don't know if that's fair to say, actually. But anyways, I think that there is a... The current... I haven't listened to that show in a while. It's it's a good show. He's you know he's he's smart and he's engaged. Um, you just like wonder sometimes. You're like, oh, is this? Are you? Is this? Is this good? <laughs> that we're like. <sighs> I don't want to talk about Jordan Peterson right now. <laughs> the point is, I don't identify that strongly as a Joe Rogan fan, but I don't want to just like condemn it either so don't be mad at me you dang fools i'll say smart about it later (laughs) but i was really into it at that time and i I was like a really you know he would have different like scientists on and comedians and then this guy duncan trussell came on and he would come on all the time and i was like who is this magical man And then my whole personality was born. <laughs> Slash, I stole it from Duncan Trussell. Um, yeah, and then I started getting really into his show. And uh, yeah, and basically just like started falling asleep to podcasts. And um, I've done that every night. And over the course of the, the years when I've ha- been in relationships where I'm sharing a bed with somebody that has like definitely been... You know, something I've never done, I don't think, is listen to a podcast out loud with another person. I don't, like, I've, you know, as I'm saying it, I do remember one time. <laughs> oh, man, I was in Ireland, and I, um, me and this girl were hanging out, and we went to a bar, and we went back to her place afterwards, and we started hanging out, and anyways, blah, 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 fast forward, now we're falling asleep at her place, and, um... It's like embarrassing in retrospect because, I, like, I couldn't sleep. It, I remember it was like really hot in her room, and uh, like I wanted to cuddle, but it was also like we were both like sweating so much. I, I think I was sleeping on the floor at one point, and I was just like, "Can I put on a podcast?" <laughs> Which is rude looking back. Um, and I think I put on like some random comedy bang bang episode, which. If you're not initiated, I think, into it, it can be, I think, like, exclusive in a way. I don't know. There's, like, a tone to the show and a lot of inside jokes um, that I don't know if she was into. But I was just like, I'm just going to kind of play this. (laughs) That's cool. She was very kind. Um, Anyways, it's come up in relationships where I've been like, I was in a podcast, but, you know, so-and-so's asleep. Um, So I'll, like, you know put on earbuds or something and then get all fucking tangled up in them <sighs> anyways i can't fall asleep if there's not someone going into a microphone <laughs> um anyways i love podcasts um and i've like fantasized about um you know Big pause. <laughs> I fantasized about not bringing my phone into my room or like not having technology in my room, um, which is impossible because I work in my room and a lot of my work is on technology for the most part. <clears throat> Especially in this pandemic. This is okay. I'm, I'm understanding now what I am saying. <laughs> um, Basically, like, my room is my office. Um, And I feel like all the people talking about working from home talk about, like, creating 
and eight like intentional spaces, you know, and even if it's like a chair where it's like, this is the chair I do my work in, and this is the chair that is I relax in or whatever. <clears throat> and it's like the quarantine, you know, <clears throat> um, and like having to create structure in your day and structure in your home and not being able to be like, I'm going to work. Um, and like I'm going like over, you know, it's all, everything is inside. <laughs> everything is your house, <laughs> which is a huge privilege, obviously. Um, and uh, my heart goes out to the people that are unhoused and people that are in like fucked up living situations inside. Anyways, I have a room. That's where I do most of my work. There's also a kitchen, like a living room area in my apartment. Um, and so I've been trying to like go downstairs to do activities, but um, I also like to play Dungeons and Dragons, and I don't like to do that in the kitchen because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but also I just feel like, you know, like I'm, I like to get very loud when I play the game, and I'm just yelling. No, but I like to be in my room so I can like really get into the role playing of it and, uh, you know, roll dice and uh, be on the headphones with my friends. Um, anyways, so much to talk about, you guys. Um, basically, you know, I work a couple hours a week doing some teaching stuff, which has been really nice to have work. It is not <clears throat> very much, but it is something. And it is, it, I feel like I have a small sense of purpose, and that's great. And I have something to do, and I get to like get out of my own brain, which is great. Um, but a lot of my week is wide, wide open. And so like, trying to create that structure is challenging. Um, and it's also not too dissimilar from my normal life. So it's definitely given me compassion for the me that is working from home most of the time anyways. And it's like, oh, like, this is challenging. And I'm, I'm getting to watch, like, very smart people that are also struggling with this. And also sharing success with this and, and tips and tricks and stuff. Anyways, my bed is one foot from me right now. Or maybe more than that. I don't know. We're not going to get into spatial dimensions, guys. Different show, Measure Podcast. Coming soon. This is now going to be this podcast. Um, <clears throat> so it's. Tr I think my brain gets confused sometimes because this is... Sometimes I'm playing video games in this chair. Um, sometimes I'm on a computer making music in this chair. Sometimes I'm talking, I'm like doing my work office from this chair. We're like zooming with some friends for falling on this chair. Um, in this chair. I don't know what song that is. Um, anyways, a lot, of, a lot of different activities happen in this chair. And then also like over, uh, you know, on my bed is usually where I'm like watching TV on my laptop. Or, but sometimes I'm, but the Nintendo Switch has also gone on there as well. And so sometimes my brain is like, video games all the time everywhere, what? <laughs> Um, so I fantasize about like maybe draping a sheet or something across my room just to like be like, okay, this is the working half and this is the not working half. But I don't know if that's realistic because like my, I, I would have to realistically like go on both sides all the time. And <laughs> I don't know, guys. How are you doing? You know, are you sleeping okay? Are you, uh, are you working? You have a job? Um, is that job safe? You get to do it from home. It's only about, I forget what the percentage is, but a small amount of us get to work from home. Um, <clears throat> are you out of a job? That's okay. You know? Well, I love you, is what I'm saying. And I'm curious about what you're doing for all these things I'm talking about. Uh, structure, self-care, that type of thing. Ever heard of self-care? I think I'm the first, I think I invented it, so... Uh, but also I'm asking you to tell me about it, but I also, I made it for you. So you're welcome, and this feels like a, a good, I, I, part of me wants to talk forever, um, and maybe I'll do that one of these days, but uh, I do want to get to our amazing guest that we have today, uh, which is Sammy Shapiro. 
I, it was so interesting because the quarantine is like, oh, I don't get to um, meet new people. And that is upsetting because it's something I like to do, talking to somebody new. And uh, this was so fun because I'd only met Sammy one time. And uh, <clears throat> a friend who was doing uh, PR for her <clears throat> reached out to me and was like, hey, podcast, Sammy? I was like, hell yeah. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, bring the podcast back, something to do. And uh, I get to talk to somebody new. And that's so nice. And so here's that conversation. Sammy's really cool. And uh, definitely, like, I felt mellowed out talking to her. And uh, she's smart and cool and makes cool stuff. And she has cool new music. So definitely go check that out. I, uh, we'll, we'll talk about where everything is. But, uh, yeah, without further ado, it's Sammy Shapiro. Okay, hello, Sammy. Hello, hello. Thanks so much for bearing with all the technical difficulties. This is my first remote podcast. (laughs) Of course, this is also my first uh, remote podcast as well. Heck yeah. So. Have you done any podcasts in person? I did one. Um, I think I was like 14 at the time. Whoa, and that's so awesome. It was it was like a jazz thing, and there were like three people, including myself, and we all like took turns uh, going. It was interesting. So, Playing music or talking? No, I both. So we talked oh, and that's we, cool. all, we all played, um, but this is my first like one-on-one. Yeah, podcast. what was that? What was that podcast about? Um, gosh, it was a smooth jazz podcast. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I played I played saxophone, um, and I talked nice. about like jazz and saxophone. Yeah. So things have changed since then a little bit as far as what I'm doing. Yeah, I heard yeah. your single. It's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. So I much. only knew you as a saxophone player. Um, or knew of you as a saxophone player, and then we played that gig together. That's right, at the that church. church gig. Yes, <laughs> yeah, was that yeah. Christmas? Question mark. I think it was Christmas. Um, cool. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, so I heard your song. I'm like, f- here yeah. comes jazz song, and then I totally, play it. Totally, it's very <laughs> blew my mind. It's such a great different. song, and yeah. it's such a great production. Thank you, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so. How long have you been uh, writing and producing? Writing, um, I think I started around 16, um, and I didn't really take it seriously till like 18. But yeah. producing, I did not start till college, pretty much. Um, so I took some classes and like lessons in production. Um, yeah. And then I got more into it since I got here. Did you take sure. them at USC? Yeah. Um, Who I did took, you take them with? Let's see. Production, I took, uh, I'm taking with Jay Deal at the moment. And okay, I don't know him. Okay, cool. He's he's new, I think. Um, and Jason Goldman, who is actually like the head of the jazz program. Right, that's right. But he also teaches production. Oh, that's um, cool. And I took who else? Uh, Smitty. Oh, I yeah, love Smitty. I love Smitty. He's awesome. So he's the best. Take a year with him, um, and oh. that was really cool. I yeah. actually was in his uh, production class, and the first day, I was so intimidated by the questions that were being asked. <laughs> That I dropped out. Oh, wait. Which one? <laughs> Immediately. Was it? it was Pro Tools B. And I was like, oh, okay. Pro Tools uh, is hard. Uh, I can't. It was very I... intimidating. I, I got into it later, actually, because of this podcast. Like, this podcast was a really like, easy entry point for me. It was just like, mm. record one thing, like, very simple edits. And, right. um, and the people in there were just talking at this level of, that I was like, I was like, what are these guys talking? They're talking about DSP. I just yeah, want to make my podcast know. louder and I don't know how to do it and I'm scared. And so I ran I out of the class. So and what then do you I, use now? Do you use like Logic? or? I do use Pro Tools. I, I've so since become too. such a fan of Pro Tools. That wow. I, lo- I love it a lot. But I, um, 
at first I was, it's very standoff. I was talking about this the other day with my, with my roommate. It's very standoffish. It's like gray. Proto- it's like, yeah, absolutely. It's very like it's much not- like, we're adults and we're going to edit some audio. Yeah, no, it's not as like user friendly at first. Um, what about you? What did you use to produce this song? Uh, Logic. Um, Hell so yeah! I've been using Logic. I took a class in Pro Tools, like the I don't know which one it was, um, but it was just I didn't have the patience to like get into it really. Yeah. So I've stuck with Logic for like a couple years now. Yeah, I um, guess for the audio uninitiated, we're talking about digital audio workstations, computer yes, exactly. re- music recording. <laughs> Yeah. DAWs are so funny. I, I recently lied to get a job that I was familiar with this one DAW um, that I'm not familiar with at all. Wow, which one uh, was it? Adobe Audition. They were like, do you know Adobe Audition? I've I was never like, heard about that. Yeah. oh, all day Adobe Audition. <laughs> wow. And then I just export all the files into Pro Tools. So I hope That's they're not move. listening to this. Hopefully not. <laughs> that is always a move. Just say so you know what you're doing. And so was saxophone your first instrument? Uh, no, piano, actually. Um, so I started at five, I believe, and I took okay. some lessons on and off till, like, middle school. Um, and then I learned guitar before I learned saxophone. And then Oh, saxophone. snap. Yeah, just a little guitar, not like I can't actually play, you know. What? Who made you take the piano lesson? Did you want to take um, the piano lesson? That was me, yeah. I think I just, like, asked Whoa. my parents if I could do it. Um, and Is at there the music time, in I, your family? Not really. My dad used to play trombone in high school. Um Word. and and they've been like taking me to this festival, the Playboy Jazz Festival, every year since I was born. So maybe like that's what inspired me. I yeah. don't really know. But no, no um like actual musicians in my family, which is interesting. Where did you grow up and where is the Playboy Jazz Music Festival? Um, I grew up in L.A., but so this place called Calabasas. Um, it's I was born in Calabasas. Shut up. No way. Yeah. <laughs> and then my really? parents, yeah, then my parents moved to Orange County. But I was oh, t- okay, cool. In my infancy. How long, how long were you in Calabasas for? I don't remember it. So that okay. is, yeah, probably like I mean, you didn't miss years. out on much. It's a very kind of boring city. but um, Is that where Kanye West has... His, his uh, village question mark village, I mean I know he some of the Kardashians or commune or something. It? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about it either, and I shouldn't be talking about it because but I'm speculating. <laughs> <laughs> Very possibly, um, he might or, have his village in Calabasas. But yeah, so um, it was it was nearby the the festival. The festival is at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, so oh, when cool. I say it's a festival, it's not like a like a Coachella type festival. You know, it's like a a two day outdoor jazz festival yeah hell yeah and your parents were into that music my yeah my dad specifically so um hell yeah i've been going to that and yeah no one else really in my family does music so i just kind of picked it up so when you switched to guitar did you abandon the piano or no um not really i think i kind of like maybe for a week would like switch off between the two because i would get bored very easily yeah um yeah so Nah, I kind of stuck with piano like all throughout. It was just like lessons that stopped at a certain point. I think it was like middle school ish time. Yeah. 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 And what are you listening to in middle school times? Middle school. What was I listening to? Fuck. Uh, Let's see. I think I was starting to listen to jazz at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when I started jazz. And gosh, what else? I I mean, pop. So like probably like. Yeah. Probably Katy Perry, probably like Justin yes. Bieber at the time. Heck yeah! To be honest, and what jazz yeah. artists were? Uh, Charlie Parker was like the first person who I really got into. Um, right. Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Sarah Vaughan, Louis Armstrong, um, and BB King. I actually got to see him shortly before he died um, live, mm. so that was really cool. But yeah, um, oh, yeah, I was pretty into jazz in middle school. Uh, up until like college which yeah. is funny because that's my major so yeah. yeah did you play when did you start playing like in jazz bands did you play in jazz bands do you mm-hmm. play in a yeah, jazz yeah. band um like seventh grade so I was like 12 at the time Word. um and I did that all throughout high school and is that actually all this, throughout college was that saxophone the time of starting saxophone uh yeah, around this time of starting saxophone. So I did like cool. the wind ensemble thing. Um okay. like orchestra type things and then jazz. And then 
uh, they made me learn like flute and clarinet stuff like that. Mm. So, so yeah, um, I did jazz. So what made you want to play the saxophone? Was it the music? Was it like the ensemble? Um, so going into my middle school, you couldn't play like piano in the band or like guitar. Right. So you had to pick a wind instrument, um, or like percussion. Um, so I was deciding between clarinet and saxophone and there were like two things. I think one was, I thought the saxophone like looked cooler. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, the clarinet, I don't know. It just kind of looks kind of (laughs) boring. Just like a stick, but, um, it was definitely portrayed in SpongeBob SquarePants negatively. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I love that show. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I think that's the touch point for clarinets for people our age. If I were to pick it though, that would be the reason why I would pick it. Um, Yes. And I think it was just like the sound of it. I connected more with the tone of the saxophone than like the clarinet. Mm. Um, so I did saxophone for a while, but then I, after my first year, I got bored. Uh, so yeah. I switched to trombone for a week Hell in, yeah. in middle school. So And then I switched back because my mom did not like the trombone. Oh, your mom didn't like the sound, so she was like, bring me that sax back. Yeah, yeah, she did not like Whoa, me, that's me interesting. Practicing. Yeah, so then I, I went back to it. Is the trombone just a lot louder? Uh, I think it was just, I was a beginner on the trombone. Like, I couldn't get a good sound. And it was just like, I had kind of played saxophone for a year at that point. So it was okay. It was manageable. But yeah, no, she was not a fan of the sound. But I mean, there's some great players. It was just not me. Word. So when you're, when you're, how big are these ensembles when you're playing? Uh, Jazz is like 20 people, roughly. Cool. Um, and then the orchestra or wind ensemble would be closer to like anywhere from like 50 to 80 people. It's a lot of people. Oh, snap. So this is like middle school or are we in the high school times now? Uh, both. I did it in middle school. I think it was actually bigger than in high school. Um, so, yeah, it was around probably like average 70 people or word. so. Yeah. Word, word, word. I sang in yeah. a choir in high school. That's sort of the only oh, did you? I have to it. That's awesome. Was it like a a co-ed choir or like? Yeah. Yeah. That was my first like, I guess like formal music experience. That's sick. Yeah. I did choir for like a semester and it was interesting. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a time. I miss it a lot. I don't really get to do Do things, things like that. Um, But you, you sing uh, in your band, right? I do. Yeah. And I love to sing and there's definitely still like group singing opportunities, but there's nothing like that. Just like being with like. 40 people and singing yeah, yeah, yeah. music Absolutely. that is of a different time. That's very fun. For sure. I feel you. What was it like socially uh, in those groups? Ooh, socially. Um, in high school, it was a lot of fun. Like, those people became uh, my best friends. We would hang out, like, every every weekend. Like, Hell yeah. Together, um, which can get, like, interesting when you're best friends are you the people like in your classes i mean there, there wasn't like right. that much drama or anything but there was definitely some interesting times um, right and insular with everyone community. like you know people um but yeah but yeah. it was it was fun they became my best friends and like uh like in the jazz group specifically and we got yeah. to like travel together we went to um savannah and like boston together through the school hell so, yeah um, it was a fun time yeah i'm, I'm happy for for that experience and is that your identity at that age, or is it elsewhere as well? At that age, it definitely was. I think it was like yeah. playing saxophone in a jazz band or practicing all the time, and like that was definitely my identity. I think at the time, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, things I've kind of like tried to separate myself from that a little more um, now that I'm a little older. And, yeah, and see where I want to go in other directions. Yeah, right, right. Um, so what made you start writing? And when you're, so you're in high school, you're playing this jazz band yeah. and you're like, time to write some Sammy songs. Um, that's an interesting, okay. So like the first song I wrote, um, was kind of a joke song. It wasn't meant to be a joke song, but I was 12. Oh no. Um, unintentional joke song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was really bad. I still have it somewhere. And hell yeah. I went to my brother's fraternity, uh, at Berkeley and, um, at the time, I was, like, super against drinking and, like, everything. Um, mm. So, <laughs> Is your uh, Berkeley College of Music or Berkeley? No, 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 like, Ber- like just Cal, Berkeley. okay. Yeah. 
um so i don't know i looked up to my brother like very heavily and and he was uh-huh. like a great student and didn't drink didn't like do anything is he your and only I sibling went, no i have two actually um two both older. okay cool yeah so i'm the youngest but i'm the youngest as well are you really sorry how continue many, with your many, story okay cool, cool i have two uh, sisters we'll talk about it later so um <laughs> yeah so i got to the fraternity and i, I like saw alcohol everywhere like posters of like alcohol and i was so like hurt by it um at the time so i ripped his uh like wine poster down i wrote on the walls like don't drink and then i wrote a song called don't drink um so that was the first song i wrote yeah you're but then i yeah really concerned for your brother and you were upset it was ridiculous yeah and then yeah yeah. (laughs) a poster of alcohol is an interesting choice (laughs) Yeah, and it wasn't even his. It was his roommate's, I think, at the time. So um, I I was very petty, and I got angry and wrote the song and showed it to him. Oh, snap. But yeah, then I didn't really, like, write till I was 16. Um, Yeah, I took a little break. Mm. But that's fascinating that you, like, have this feeling of urgency, and you're like, I got to go to songs. That's so cool. Yeah, because I'm not very um, expressive about that type of stuff with mm. words um right i find it very hard to like express how i'm feeling if it's like anger or whatever it is so it's mm. a lot easier to do that with music in my opinion at least mm. yeah what did you write the song on what instrument um <laughs> i so i used GarageBand at the time and hell I, yeah I, I mic'd my piano in my living room and then yes. I like with did the what did you mic it with drumming. gosh it was like I had a mic. Did I have a mic at that time? Maybe I didn't. I think I used the the MacBook um, audio, like the MacBook. Hell mic. yeah! So it was horrible. You so you're holding the lead. laptop up to the piano, yeah. and I didn't even have headphones, so I would like record everything over that, so you would hear. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was Amazing. Awful. Yes, yeah. I have very so similar memories. Sometimes I would record the loops, but what oh, I didn't cool. know is like, if you were, I would, or I would like play <laughs> the loop out loud. Like the Apple loops, and then just record it like through the microphone. And then I would like, I would be breathing in the background, but I didn't know. I thought it was just like the loop was happening. And so I would listen back, and there would be like a fucking guy breathing in the background. I was like, wow, this is really, uh, really live sounding. Like they were, (laughs) I just recorded this heavy breath. I guess it sounds like a, I thought it was like cool. I was like, oh, that's cool. You can hear the guitar player breathing. (laughs) Took me a while to figure out. That's awesome. I love that. Anyway, so you That's a good move. So you did piano and then mm-hmm. are you are you singing on the song? Yes, I was singing I was I was rapping. Um Yes. That's oh fucking God. sick. This is your first song and you're like it was, yeah. I gotta rap. <laughs> Honestly that's so, that's yeah, badass was, as hell. It was rapping and then like a singing chorus. Um Yeah. Uh and I took like a little piano solo and then like some virtual drumming. Yes. It was horrible. But had you sung, rapped? Before that at all? Uh, no. That was, like, no. I, never, I really didn't start, sing, like, actually singing or trying to until I was closer to college. Um, right. So, no, that was more of just, like, joke singing. Right. That was the first time, yeah. Yeah. But still, there's, like, the ambition there and the, like, yeah. I've DIY. Yeah, I've like, so inspired. In, at yeah. That, <laughs> that was the, <laughs> the most inspired I've ever been. Yeah. That's so interesting. That's so cool because sometimes I feel like, like I, I know so little about the the jazz world, um, mm-hmm. and I guess I I had a cousin growing up. I I guess I had a cousin. I had a cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, he was playing the saxophone, and I was like, I was like very informal, like garage music person, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was like had only played in uh, like his middle school jazz band, like his high school jazz band. And at that time, I didn't know about, like, transposing instruments or, like, B-flat instruments. So I was just like, hey, play a G. And then he played <laughs> not a G. And I was like, what is going on? And I was like, let's improvise. For sure, and yeah. and I, I couldn't read music at all. So we just, like, came from these two different <laughs> sides of things. So it's like I'm fascinated and, like, struck by you have this, like, formal school thing. And I, I wonder, like, was improv taught in that arena? And then you also have this instinct to, like, explore on your own. Did that come, like, from within? Where yeah, did that come um, from? They didn't teach too much improv uh, at my high school or middle school. They kind of did a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, I took individual lessons outside of school. Um, so I studied 
with this guy named Katis. Um, and Katis. we did like, you know Katis? No, I just like the oh. name and I said it fondly. <laughs> Love it. Um, but I want to so know about Katis. He's awesome. Um, he taught me. He's like the best jazz flutist I know. Um, if you ever saw, uh, what's that movie? Fuck with the jazz flute. Uh, Ron Burgundy? Anchorman? That's, that's, yeah, that's him playing. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The one pop culture reference for jazz flute is this guy? Is this guy, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, so he, he taught me theory, and then I studied um, with another guy, Mike Garson, and he taught me some more theory. Um, mm. But it was, yeah, it was mostly like me searching outside of school to, to find it because they didn't really teach it too much. Yeah. Um, in my program. Hell yeah. And what were some of the records you were getting into in high school from the artists? Ooh, um, I remember I went to, what's that record store? Uh, Amoeba. And I got like three records. I think one was um, Amy Winehouse. Uh, I got like four. Black to Black. Um, and her first one, which was Frank. So like I listened to those a ton. Um, Songs in the Key of Life. Uh, that was another one. And then there was another one. Was it Frank Sinatra Live at the Sands, I believe? Um, but yeah, I kind of just like listened to those a ton. A lot of Amy Winehouse and Stevie Wonder at the time. Mm. Yeah. And there's also like a brass woodwind component to those. Oh, totally. As well. Yeah, especially like Stevie. I mean, and, and Amy Winehouse stuff. Um, but yeah, in Stevie's music, there's like one of the best horn sections in all those records. So yeah, That's I so got rough. into that. For a while. Were you listening to that stuff with your friends? Or did, like, did you have a group of people sharing music? Um, like, or did you share music with your brothers at all? Kind of. They don't really... They listen to very different stuff. Uh, both my... Like, one brother is heavy into, like, rap. Um, and the other... I was wondering where the rap came from. Because I'm like, some, yeah. someone gave you the idea to rap. Someone and I want to know really how. Someone was into rap. It was not me. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Yeah, no. So I didn't really share with my brothers too much. But my friends and I, we would always, like we would go places and whoever's driving would kind of like get the aux cord, you know what it is, and like play whatever they're listening to. Um, but yeah, I wish I, I did more like music sharing in high school or college. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I'm love just... to hear other stuff, you know. Right, 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 right. I'm just curious about how these things are coming into your life, but I, I'm like fascinated yeah. by the, the solo exploration instinct. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super open to like listen to whatever type of music, which is I think why I can't like just play jazz. Um, right. I just, uh, it's, I don't know, it's not enough. Like it's not fulfilling enough for me. I just love mm. uh, pop and like EDM and R&B, soul, like funk, everything. <laughs> I don't know. Hell yeah. Yeah. When did you decide that you wanted to go to college for music? Uh, Probably like sophomore, junior year of high school. Um, I think I realized because I was like never very good at school um I was actually like not horrible I wouldn't say horrible it was just like uh very average grades um right didn't have much of a drive in school so I was like the only thing that will like get me into the school I want to get into is music and it was like I want to pursue it so that just makes the most sense for me word word yeah so you're staying in LA for college you get to college bring your saxophone mm. what happens Ooh. what happens um oh my gosh so many different emotions i think you probably know too um i mean it's excitement you're surrounded by people who are like incredible the best at what they do um so like going from a small like small music program where not many people are pursuing it to a program where everyone's going for it and is amazing at what they do it's like daunting. right um yeah totally so yeah i went through um i think it like messes with your identity a little it too, messes with like, your identity it messes with your head uh, so you're like i'm i'm the music one and then yeah. you're all day every day you're with the music ones totally. and like <laughs> the amount of pressure like freshman year i think was not so great for me just because yeah like, uh a lot of reasons it was like private lessons weren't going well at the time and mm. it was just like not making me feel good about music and I was like contemplating yeah. quitting at the time so I was yeah. like is this even worth it um but then I find I like went into different programs like I went into the pop program and started doing production and stuff like that and that's when I um kind of loved it a lot more yeah I didn't want to be stuck in like this bubble and and feel confined in where I was 
Oh, snap. Yeah. I didn't know you are in pop. So I'm not, sorry, I'm not a pop major, but I did. Oh, um, you mean you went into the. Like the f- I did soft pop um, right, a couple right, right. years in a row, and I did like. Uh, you're in pop. Program. Yeah. <laughs> pop program is like the most loving uh, program, I think. Um, it's, I don't know. The teachers are just like, they really care. And like the people and the community is so different. Um, I'm not hating on jazz in any way, shape, mm. or form. It's just different. So yeah. I just felt um, like I needed to get into that and production and stuff like that. And that made the experience a lot better. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. And I went up from there. <laughs> And who are you listening to in college? Who am I listening to? Oh my gosh. So much uh like mainstream pop. Um I'm listening to like BB Rex say BB Rexa? Is it BB Rex say BB Rex? I don't know. Um who else? Let's see. Uh Flume. Um mm. Yeah, when did when did electronic music come into your into your life? That was probably like sophomore year of college. Um, because I worked with this producer from my high school, I've actually known him since like elementary school. So he lives like down the street from me. And he's like, oh, let's work on, or one of my friends recommended that we work together. Um, so I went to the studio and then I just got really inspired, like watching the, pr- the process of production and like electronic music. Um, and I used to hate EDM. Like I, I was just like, I'll of never like listen to EDM because it's like, it all sounds I don't know, it was just very same. I was I was a, I was the same way, but just like for rock and roll. And I was for like, sure, computers yeah. are dumb and I love to rock. Yeah. But I was <laughs> listening on my computer to the rock. Yeah. I used to be like, oh, I love rock. Um but and yeah, that's... and then I, I just wrote some music with him and watched his process and then I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Um, I feel like it just can bring out the most of a song, like the production. And EDM mm. is just like so much feel feel good music. Um so yeah, I don't know. That's probably when I got into it, like sophomore year. Hell yeah. Yeah. And more songwriting and stuff as well in college? Yeah. Um, I took, you've probably done the same, I'm assuming, songwriting lessons with Sean, Sean Holt. Oh! The man. <laughs> Previous guest of this podcast. I was. Oh, sick. Awesome. Yeah, I'll yeah. check that out. Do, um, he, he he's just awesome. is, He's dropping wisdom all the time. And I was every lesson, like yeah, that yeah. was like one of the best lessons, if not the best I have had, because it was like you always leave like feeling like you just learned like an incredible amount. Yeah, he's a, so. a true a true guru. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'm assuming you took with him. Too. I did. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's nice. a badass. He's dope. Yeah. So, what does your life look like? Are you still in college? I am. I have one more year left. After this one? Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. This coming year. Okay. So I'll be a senior. Um, oh, okay. So you're not yeah. graduating right now. Mm-mm. Which would okay. be interesting. Wild. And yeah. now the elephant in the room is that we're in quarantine. And we're <laughs> oh, yeah. talking over FaceTime and Zoom. How has your day been? How has your month been? Um, How you doing? <laughs> it's been interesting. Um, I definitely didn't think it would, like, last this long i thought it was gonna be like a two-week thing at first um yeah so i um i'm staying at my boyfriend's and um that's been interesting i've never like lived with uh a boyfriend before or like yeah with someone so that's been it's been good but it's like you know it's interesting um uh i've creatively i feel like it's affected me um because I, i don't really have any inspiration during quarantine first i don't know I right. just find it hard to get motivated to write. Um, just everything is, you know, I'm I'm usually the type of person who loves to stay in and like not go out and. Right. So you would think that I would love this, but um, I don't think anyone's necessarily <laughs> loving it. Right. <laughs> How about you? But I don't know. I would love. <laughs> I to feel go like out. E- even though my life was like sixty percent quarantine, anyways, <laughs> like yeah. just like working from home on stuff and like enjoying my time to myself at my home um yeah it's really different when you it's you're forced to do it all the time and you can't see your friends sorry oh you can't can't see see your your friends friends. no yeah it sucks um i mean you could do like virtual zoom and virtual facetime and stuff like that yeah that's not the same as like hanging out or like going to a movie going to the beach um yeah yeah i can't wait for that to does your boyfriend play music no, not 
at all, um, which is funny. But he has introduced me to uh, raves. So I went to a rave uh, Heck yeah. on New Year's. And, and that like also helped me appreciate EDM a lot more because that's really all it is at raves. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but no, he is not a musician. What was the rave like? Which one did you go to? I went to, it was called Countdown. Cool. Um, I don't know any rays. Don't know why I sure. asked. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's maybe okay. the listener does. Respect. Yeah. I'm learning. Um, I also used to be like, I would never go to a rave type of thing. Very closed off in that aspect. Because um, I didn't think I would. Again, I like to be like with a few people. I don't like to be in big crowds like that too much. Um, but it was awesome. It was uh, a little overwhelming maybe with like the amount of people and how little space there is to move. Like you literally... Mm. At times, can't without just like touching. You're like touching everyone around you. Um, yeah. But the music was actually really good, and it was a fun time. Um, I highly recommend. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever want to, if you ever want to go, tr- check it out. Are you able to play the saxophone? Have you been wanting to play the saxophone? Good question. Have you been playing the saxophone? Where are you um, at with the saxophone? Am I able to? Uh, most of the time, people work here though till like five on weekdays so i can't yeah. really play before that um but i definitely can after that and on weekends have i been wanting to not at all um, respect uh but you know i have classes where i have to record and send in my parts so i'll play like only when i have to yeah and, what's that yeah. been like so you're, you're in like performance-based classes where you're playing in ensembles and then mm-hmm. the world shuts down yeah how does that how's that been for you like as a as a performance major mm, yeah. trying to do online shit I for think school the good part about it is it helps us in in the scenario that we would need to record like in a real life situation and send over our part like it helps us be professional right. about that but i think it's a lot i just don't enjoy it as much as like being in a room with everyone and playing at the same time like it's not the same to get the bass and drums and then like record my part solo. Right. Like it's just, yeah. uh, it feels like a chore and, um, right. It's hard you know, it's like, com- I'm, I'm in jazz combo and jazz big band. So um, right. it's kind of weird with like jazz specifically. Cause a lot of it is mm. like improv and how okay. are you going to do that? Like with everyone separated? I don't know. Right. It's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Definitely not been motivated to practice. Um, more, I spend most of my time trying to like songwrite and produce, which I'm also having trouble with. So, yeah, yeah. it's fucking crazy times. Very crazy times. How is it for you? <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Um, that was a reflex response. It's it's really up and down, you know. Like yeah. I feel like it started pretty strong for me, where I was like, I'm gonna crush, I'm gonna crush this. I'm gonna be the best at it, which is hilarious. Um, and then like second, third weekend, I kind of like kind of hit a, uh, hit a wall, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I've been like exercising a very small amount and it's been like very radically improving my mood. Um, it's very obvious thing. And every time I exercise, I get mad because I'm like, I could have done this any time. Right. Right. Spent 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. I'm playing so much Animal Crossing. It oh is gosh, a game I need changer. To get that game, I've heard so much about it. I've played the like obviously the original one, but like this, yeah. uh, the Switch version, I've heard a lot about it. I mean, if you're looking for some fun colors to pass a lot of time, it is yeah a really nice <laughs> time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I got back into unfortunately um, Club Penguin. I've been yes! so bored. Yeah, I made an account, and that sounds very fortunate. I mean, I kind of fortunate, but I just feel like I'm like, sh- like, damn, I'm really waste like spending my time on Club Penguin when I could be doing so many other things. But um, it's okay. It's now good. is the time. I feel like for I feel Club like if Penguin. If this is ever gonna happen, yeah. Now. Is gonna <laughs> what has your experience been like going back to Club Penguin? Um, honestly, I've only been on. I made an account, um, and I've, I think I've only used it like once. It was the other day. Um, it was cool. I, I mean, there's a ton of people you can talk to. Or did you play it as a kid? I did. Yeah, played right. it um, as a kid, and it was cool. It was fun to like. Most of the stuff hasn't changed, so it's just interesting to look at it yeah. and be like, "Oh." Were you playing with this. people that you knew, or you playing? Nah, like, it's just like roaming around, meeting new people. Just, like, fucked around, played the like little games on it. 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of fun memories of that. I remember right? like the secret agent missions. Totally. That, that shit was, was wild. Time. That yeah. was a time. Puffles, hello. Absolutely. I made a puffle. <laughs> Named it Puff Puff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, fun times. Fun times. I feel like over the last month I've been talking to people that I know. Uh-huh. And this has been really cool because I'm talking to somebody that I like, don't know that well. And yeah. I was like, it hit me. I was like, oh, I'm not really going to meet anyone. In right, quarantine, right. you know, yeah, definitely, not. <laughs> absolutely not. That's, That's wild. Not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm single myself, and I've been on like a couple of dating apps and like matched with a couple people like in quarantine. Sure. And then I'm just like, <laughs> "Where's this going? What are we doing? What are we gonna chit chat for eight right. months?" <laughs> That's kind of cool though, because then there's like no pressure. Um, right. It depends what you're using it for, but like it's like right, you can, right. You can just like have fun with it, and then. When quarantine's over, I guess. You know, that's interesting. <laughs> that's true. Maybe I can shift my attitude to just like, hey, this could be a nice thing. But yeah, has anyone like tried to meet up during this quarantine? Not with me. Okay. Um, I don't think I would. I'd be like, yeah, I, I think that would be a bad idea. As yeah, well. I think that would be a a big bummer for everyone. <laughs> but I could see that being like secret, like yeah, affair. Like, no, it's all good. Like it's just me. Yeah. No, that yeah. sounds dangerous and bad. <laughs> yeah. Very bad. Very bad. <laughs> So, the song you just put out mm -hmm. is great. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, when did you write it? When did you produce it? Tell me about making that song. Um, I started writing it. Uh, so, like, I wrote the chorus. I think it was last, not this past, no, like, December, but the one before that. Um, so, it was, like, about a year ago, a little over a year ago. Um, and then I kind of, like, left it for a while and then came back to school, and then when I started uh, taking production lessons, I just decided to finish it. Um, and it went through many different forms. Like, obviously, I don't, for me at least, it takes me a long time to finish a song. I'm oh, yeah. Very, yeah. Um, like, so fun like, to start them. Yeah, it's awesome to start and like get a, <laughs> one thing you like, and then <laughs> trying to match everything else up to that is very difficult for me. Yeah. Um, so it went through like so many different pre-choruses, so many different verses, chorus uh, kind of stayed the same. Um, right. and yeah, the production was, I spent literally all my time, um, on that production. Like I would not go to class and I would just do that or, um, like I wouldn't go out and I would just do that just cause it was like addictive. Like there were so many things I wanted to change until I got it the way I yeah. wanted. Um, and yeah, I just spent a ridiculous amount of time doing that um and then yeah uh that was a fun song to write um it was kind of silly and lighthearted. um kind of the like, opposite of your first song the exact opposite <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> um full circle adulting yeah um although i'm still not legal for any of that so it's all good um but yeah it was I don't know. I just really um, felt like that should be the first song I released because um, I thought it connected. It would connect well with other people, hopefully, and they could relate to it in some some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Is it from the perspective of yourself? Is it about someone in your life? Um, it's definitely from my perspective, and I don't think it's about a specific person. I think it's about, like, probably a collection of anyone I've dated um yeah. I tend to like uh, I'm, uh it's okay everyone knows <laughs> but like I would definitely like smoke with someone I, I used to date or like go to a party with them and it's like um it was kind of just about those scenarios where uh it's not you can be friends with an ex but um it's not the easiest of things so it's kind of about that um and all my friendships which i'm like pretty close with almost all anyone i've dated which is not usual i guess yeah i don't know has that always been the case has it always just like transitioned into friendships um not always like my first relationship definitely did not end in a friendship um maybe it was i guess it was kind of about that one because it would be like a year later um he would hit me up and be like oh like let's hang let's like it's like it's kind of it's not how it works you don't just like yeah right. but the rest of them i've never really been in 
many uh, committed relationships until the one I'm in now. Um, so I guess the rest were more like, uh, you know, kind of relationships, kind of not. And and those are easy to be, fr- I feel like, friends with for me. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. What are you watching, listening to, besides Club Penguin? What's um, getting you through the day? Watching. I'm watching a lot. Um, I'm watching Supernatural. Um, I'm watching Gossip Girl for like the fifth time. Um, yes. I've never seen it. Really? No. Do you want to? <laughs> <Or> you're, not, <laughs> you're, not, you're not. I don't know. I, if, I'm, if I'm like in the same room as somebody that is, is watching it and into it, I'd probably sit down and watch it. But I don't know mm-hmm. if on my own accord I would find my way to it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that '70s show is uh, something else I'm watching. Um, I've been watching some like live streams of producers, and and they'll be like talking about their process. Um, mm. I feel like a lot of people are doing live streams at the moment, uh, and and you know concerts, virtual concerts. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's overwhelming. Totally. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> stoked, and I'm like inspired, and also sick of it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, who am I listening to? Uh, James Blake. Oh! Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof, what so a gift. Good. What a gift he uh, is to the this world. This guy, Alec Benjamin, he's like one of my favorite songwriters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, Mahalia, um, Daniel Caesar, um, this guy, Dwilly, he's a producer. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, I'm open to listen to whatever, so it kind of changes every day. Word. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have any parting thoughts? Musicians? Parting people thoughts. trying to make stuff in quarantine times? People trying to make stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely trying to make stuff. I'm, I'm virtually, like, collabing with people, and that's interesting, trying to do that. Trying to yeah. write virtually and produce virtually. Um, mm. But other How people... How you navigate that? Like, Dropbox? Uh... Email. It's been email. working via email at the moment. Cool, cool, cool. Um, if not, I would do Dropbox. Um, but who else? Also, listening to Ioni. Obviously, she goes to USC. She's awesome. Um, yeah. So she's dope. And yeah, I think I'm gonna just try to collab with whoever is down at the moment because I don't really have much, much else to do right now. Yeah, everybody. We're all available right now, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. That's Hell definitely yeah. what I'm I'm gonna be doing for a minute. Sammy, thanks for making time to do Thank this. Thank you. I appreciate it. Means it means a lot. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Uh, Sammy's new single is called Hi. H-I-G-H, all caps. Sammy, all caps. S-A-M-I. Where's the best place for people to stay in touch with you and follow your stuff? Um, probably Instagram. And it is Sammy Shapiro. So it's S-A-M-I-S-H-A-P-I-R-O. And that's where I post most of my stuff. Heck yeah. And Duh. your single is in all the places? <laughs> it's in all the places. Um, link is Amazing. in, in the bi- Instagram bio. Go listen to that song. You have time. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Sammy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mackin. Cool. Have a good one. You as well. Take care. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad.